0: a sacred space that will be available once a week for 10 weeks to learn, dive deep and create your boundaries to boost your confidence and self-worthiness. Go to wwwchrista lunacom and sign up for the Master Your Boundaries course starting in September 2023. And use the code PARANORMAL to get 30% off today
1: on wwwcrista dash L-U-N-A.com. Welcome to another episode of Paranormal the New Normal. I'm your host as always Jeremy. You're trying to make the world a little more normal and guess what guys I actually get to do that today. Yay! Because <laughs> this is a topic that now before before we even get started I just want to say this is not this is a paranormal topic in a way because it's hypnosis and hypnosis we've had in the show before it's a paranormal topic it's a spiritual topic which fits in the fold so just want to make sure my paranormal all my paranormal fans know that this fits in the fold i don't want to hear about it just saying but (coughs) let me introduce my guest though who's going to help me make this episode normal actually and that is kim whitner who is a erotic hypnosis expert and yes you heard me right but first things first how you doing tonight kim
0: I'm doing great. Thank you for having me tonight.
1: My pleasure. To ha- I have been looking forward to this episode for weeks. So <laughs> <laughs> this this is right up my alley. As any of people, who, any of my fans who really know me, they know this up my alley, and they all know me by now. They have to. But let me just ask the fr- my first question is usually a little different than this. But what got you into this down this road? Like what led to it?
0: Absolutely nothing led to it. I was house sitting for my friend in West Virginia. She had gone to Florida to visit her brother. And I was just sitting alone with all of her kitties, just scrolling through the internet. And I saw this video that said, erotic hypnosis for hands-free orgasm. And I thought to myself, well, isn't that interesting? And I just went right on by. And then I started to think about the power of our minds. And how much our minds, if we rein them in and focus them where we want to go, they can help us create just about anything. So I had gone back to that hypnosis video several times before I actually clicked on it. And that's how I discovered it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, the greatest things in life are discovered on the Internet. So I 100% say that makes sense. It does make sense, especially with this topic. So. How did you become an expert in it? I guess that's where I'm kind of like trying to get to.
0: Well, because <laughs> I had utilized it to the point where I completely turned my life around. Do you know how everyone says, Oh, you have everything you need within you deep inside yourself, right? You're always told that, but they never tell you how to find that. And through participating in the hypnosis sessions, I was able to find myself and I healed from things that I had long been suffering from was able to give forgiveness that I had long been looking to give and, and so much more like that. So.
1: Interesting. And
0: and then I met other women who were utilizing it and I found out that they too had healed from various things. And of course, the hands-free orgasm was something that worked for me almost immediately. And so many of them were trying so hard to achieve that, that they were actually making it harder to achieve. So I was mentoring them and I thought, you know what? I have a business here that I could help these women learn how to experience this, especially since so many women are not experiencing orgasm, generally speaking.
1: Well, I mean that that is a that is a very true st- statistic I've been told and I've read, but I mean personally I never met a woman who couldn't, but at least that's what they and at least as far as they told me. I mean, right. of course, as a man you're only told so much of the truth. So about that topic especially. So but I mean Well, does it only work for women? That's actually the first question that came to mind. Is does it only work for women?
0: No it also works for men this particular hypnotist does cater and create for women there are some ladies who do create for men
1: interesting yes and and i mean the idea of just the idea of a hands-free orgasm is just to me almost unbelievable i know (laughs) like like, I literally, I literally told my wife about 10 minutes ago that I was, okay, like, 25 minutes ago now that I was talking about this topic tonight. And she's like, one, how's that paranormal? And two, really? <laughs> like, uh, Yes. So it's all mental, I'm assuming. It's all a mental process, like, obviously, if it's hands-free. Yes. Do people need to have a certain amount of mental control before they do this, like meditation and all that?
0: well it does help to get into a relaxed state first um, whether you use meditation and hypnosis is very similar to meditation but you could use meditation before you try to use a, a session and you can use breath work or whatever relaxes you if it's yoga whatever it is that relaxes you and gets you into your mind um I like using breath work because when you're you're Concentrating and focused on your breath, it's really difficult to be thinking about anything else but except except for the fact that you're breathing and how fast you're breathing and how deeply you're breathing. So anything that gets you into that relaxed state so you can engage with the hypnosis.
1: Inter- interesting. And I mean, I've talked to hypnotists before, but I would be lying if I said this wasn't the most. I mean, I thought, I thought a pet hypnotist was something special, but this is a whole nother realm beyond that. And so how does it help you heal though? Like that's like, how does it help people heal?
0: Okay. So what I discovered is when I first found this hypnosis, I found that I couldn't get enough of it at first. And thank God I was at my friend's house by myself and had nothing else to do but listen to this hypnosis for hours on end, because that's exactly what I did. And I was getting a little concerned that I couldn't get enough of it. And so I started delving into other things to research what is going on with me. I did not know. And what I had come to find is that my sexual energy had been completely depleted And I also learned that it's very closely related to your creative energy. Think about it. Sex is life force energy. It creates life. It is your creative energy. So that made a whole lot of sense to me. And the first thing that returned to me that same week I discovered it was my joy. I noticed that I felt so much lighter and happier And I would laugh at funny things so much more easily than I used to. And in a few, and like in a month later, I rediscovered music. I could not understand why music had no meaning to me. My husband's a musician and maybe that was part of it. Hearing him practice is not exactly desirable music. But (laughs) (laughs) so um, my friend would always say how much music helps her to focus and and heal and whatever it did for her and I'm like I just don't get it and then I found myself putting music on to shower with and I was like oh my gosh and then I started to remember how music used to move me years ago and so I started listening to music and a few months after that I got this desire to paint and I do have an art degree so it's not like I'm not a creative I am and I, I just got away from it and I didn't want to do it anymore and the next thing you know I was creating again so what it did for me is it helped me to rediscover myself. It showed me things that I was um, putting up with that I didn't have to put up with. It helped me see insecurities I had for, I would literally say decades that I never knew I had until I I started rediscovering me. I had never been able to be me. I was an only child. My mother was overbearing and I had a, a quite a set of rules to follow. And for the first time in my life, I finally feel like I am me. I am the person without all that other junk. I'm finally just me. So I was able to leave all that other garbage behind. And I'm much happier (laughs) and I'm doing things I never thought I'd do.
1: (laughs) It's, I mean, it sounds life-changing. It really does. And it's interesting because I do, I, my other podcast is a music podcast. And I find that like, I enjoy music still, but it's just not the way I once did. Like when I was younger and had less worries in the world is the best way Mm -hmm. to put it. Like, that's the thing is I think a lot of, A lot of our lives are bogged down by responsibilities and paying everything on time and if you have kids forget about that's a whole nother realm like that's a that's a whole i don't know if you can hear them in the background but that's a whole nother realm of um not being able to enjoy what you want to enjoy in life because oh no, i've got to take care of the kids i can't do what i want to do i have to worry about them but i mean i haven't been to a concert i don't know since before covid so yeah that says everything right there but So, I mean, it's just, I get it. But how does imaginative play work?
0: Imaginative play. Okay. So in a hypnosis session, the hypnotist gives you suggestions or says things that are going on. And, of course, he does not have control over you. You are completely in control of your own thoughts and minds and morality. You can't be... Uh, persuaded to do anything beyond your own beliefs and morality so the suggestions allow you to take those suggestions and create your own scenarios
1: interesting It's,
0: it's kind of like when women like to a lot of women like to read those nice juicy romance novels correct Because they like to feel that. So the hypnosis session is kind of like that, but instead of reading about the characters, you become one.
1: It makes sense. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, because kind of like when women read those romantic little short novels and then all of a sudden they want to role play in bed that book the next night. It's like, I don't feel like being a cowboy tonight, sweetie. Sorry. But. (laughs) I'm like I'm like I I'll ride I'll ride but I don't feel like partying your horse like that's just a little weird to me sorry but, <laughs> uh, I mean but yeah I I personally wish my wife was a little more imaginative but that's me but and it yeah, it works but I don't know the idea I mean I honestly want to sign her up for one of these courses so she could freaking learn some new things in her life cuz she she has issues. she has happiness issues and I think something like this would make her happier, but I don't know know if she has the open mind for it. That's the problem. She doesn't have the open mind for it. She's too insecure and whatnot to really be able to fully embrace it, I believe.
0: Well, this is what helped me to get rid of those insecurities I had. I did not know what I was getting into when I, I did this, and gosh, that week, I I just could not get enough of it. And like I said, I was concerned something was wrong with me. But it really what was wrong with me is I had lost myself, basically. I just lost myself. And I didn't know what I liked. And I didn't know what I wanted. And now I do. And now I help others to find that. So we do have uh, on the website, we do have a free pdf to explain about the hypnosis what it is and what it is not and also a download of a hypnosis track for her to try Hmm. i'll
1: have to send it to her covertly when i go to work one day send it as i'm walking out the door but (laughs) because if i'm around she won't she won't even touch it she She'll be too embarrassed if I'm around and even touch it. But I mom- get
0: that. I get that. And that's what's sad. We need all need to be more comfortable about talking about sex. I mean, none of us got here without it, right?
1: Yes, but the th- to mo- to <laughs> most people, the thought of their parents in the act to do that grosses <laughs> them out to no extent. I mean, I was created in a lab, kind of, so I don't really have that effect. But the idea of my parents, the idea of my parents together is a little weird
0: but (laughs) i won't say
1: disturbing but
0: it's only weird because we're not used to thinking about it and talking about it and making it normal it's as normal as breathing it's so Uh, important to your well-being
1: i agree i agree and i mean i mean i always believe that erotic release is one of the most like ways if you're having a bad day go take care of yourself in the bedroom for 10 minutes and you're fine like you, you'll you'll come back out. Like it releases dopamine. It releases all these chemicals in our brain that helps us focus more. It helps us just relax more. Just it truly is meant to help us be better people.
0: Yes, yes, more peaceful. Um, it's just amazing what it can do, especially when you use it as a, a type of therapy. It does not replace therapy therapists, and it does not place, replace your medical professionals. But it is a wonderful, wonderful practice alongside of those things. It's just amazing. And, you know, um, some of the reason that women don't experience orgasm as much as men do is because a lot of time men don't take time with their partner a woman is more like one of those fire um, wood fire pizza ovens. And a man is more like a microwave. Okay.
1: I love that. I love that.
0: If you don't tend to that wood fired oven, the pizza is going to suck. Okay. (laughs) It just Uh. is. So the other thing about that is when, when men take the time, there's a connection that happens between the two that is so beautiful. And not only is he giving to her, but then she it gets to the point where he, she releases to him and it's such a beautiful spiritual connection. And it's, it's so peaceful and, and there is a flow between the two of you that nurtures one another. It's just amazing.
1: No, I mean, well, a lot of my listeners may already know this, because I think I talked, I had a former porn star on back in, back when I first started the show named Johnny G, who mm-hmm. he, which we'll get into his topic in a minute, because I actually want to ask what you think about it. But um, I told him this, so I'm not embarrassed to say on my show again. I have, so, I suffered for years from erectile dysfunction at 34. Like I'm 34 now from the time I was in my 20s till recently I suffered from it and So, I mean, this wasn't a world that I always was secure in because of that issue. But, and where the, oh, so with my wife now, ever since we started date, we've been together almost six years, six years next month, officially. We've been together, uh, married almost almost a year or maybe two now. I don't, I should know that. Oh my God, I should know that. But I think it's almost a year now, maybe two. God i don't remember how long we live in this house for god's sake but podcasting it takes up all your energy but (laughs) so i i personally this is the point i was trying to make i personally every time me and my wife have that kind of relationship i always ask her like did you finish and if the answer is ever no i make sure she doesn't leave that bed until she does because i as someone who suffered from that for so long i was the one not finishing for a long long time and it's the worst feeling in the world when you leave unsatisfied or something like that. Right. It's the worst feeling in the world. And I mean, I don't know how many guys can actually say they feel that way, but, but I personally feel that way. Like, it's just, I experienced it for so long that like the girl gets off and leaves and I'm sitting there like, what the fuck did I waste my time doing? Like, I didn't even get anything out of it. What the fuck? But I mean, <laughs> that's my, I mean, that's the way I could reveal my personal experience to it. Kind of is because, I've seen that side of it that mostly usually women experience because most guys whip it out and they finish within whatever time they finish in, it. like it's just not an issue, right? I mean, I've met, I've met someone with the same issue, but it's, it's a rare thing for men my age, at least. I mean, you go to doctors in your 20s and you say, I can't stay hard, and they just literally laugh at you and they're like, What are you talking about? You're in your 20s. Like it, it took literally a female doctor to be like, okay, well, try taking this blue pill and see if it works. Well, guess what? It worked. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, so I 100% agree. Leaving the bedroom dissatisfied is not a good thing. And I, yeah, I just, I understand that. And that's why I always made sure since I got to that point that women never leave unsatisfied. And if they leave unsatisfied. Unless you're married to them, they're not coming back. And if you're, if, even if you are married to them, they still may not be happy for a long time and that's going to affect your life. So, yep. You like coming home to a clean house and having dinner ready? Yeah, not if you don't make them happy. <laughs> but, so, but like Johnny G, had him on back in God, May or June of last year, he was a practitioner of something called spectrophilia. I don't know if you've heard of this, but no. Spectrophilia is kind of like what it sounds like, it literally is. Supposedly having sex with ghosts. All
0: oh, right, <laughs> I did hear about that, but I didn't hear the term before.
1: Yeah. That's the clinical term for it. I guess, would guess to be the best word or the official term is spectrophilia. And I ain't never heard of it until he came on my show to talk about it for an hour. And I, I literally have my mind blown because I'm like, that's possible. Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's more of a mental thing that's why I think it kind of relates to your area more than like I would th- than anything else. But cause I mean, it has to be a mental thing because you can't feel a ghost. Like you literally cannot feel a ghost. It would feel like wind. I would imagine.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can feel presence, but I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Me- I mean, me either. It's really hard to picture. I mean, it is. I mean, when, whenever he kept talking about, it, I kept thinking of the freaking scene from Scare Movie 2. But that's all I could think about was that one scene. And I'm like, this actually works. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, I've done it. He's like, people want to. Or I mean, I think it's also a little bit of role play because he said he's done it for women who lost their husband and stuff like that. And like, he literally plays the role of the husband, but like, they do a full. They have a media. He they have a medium present, or he maybe is a medium to some degree, I don't know, but and, like, they invoke the spirit of the husband and the spirit of the husband uses him. Like, I yeah. I don't really understand 100% how it works. I mean, I don't think anybody can understand percent how that works unless they're doing it, but it's just I wanted to bring it up, because there's not many other topics I could cross it over with, but this one seems like one that kind of crosses over with that in a slight way, but personally, I mean, that's just something that came to mind. So, what do you think is the best way for someone to discover their sexual freedom?
0: <sighs> to get comfortable talking about it, to get comfortable exploring yourself, your body, knowing your body, what you like, what you don't like. Um, if the hypnosis isn't something that works for you, find something that does meditation. Um Get comfortable talking about it with your partner, with your friends, and if you're not comfortable doing that um, with your partner, you may want to write it down in a letter or something just to express because ex- communication is so important.
1: It, it truly is. I mean, I mean, my my for years, my wife has been putting out and like, well, and bold, boldly saying to me like, "Do this, not that," and I'm like, "Okay." that's what you want like admit i mean it's just i don't understand why people can't communicate about it in this day and age i mean literally this world is so over sex at this point that literally every little thing is about sex to some degree it's right. just how can you not talk about it like i can understand older generations maybe being a little more hesitant about it because they weren't brought up that way right but we were brought up i mean god Room Raiders was a show I grew up with, and it's literally guys going through a girl's room and finding their draw of toys, and the girl talking about why she likes that toy. Like it's, it's just such an open world now, and there's between OnlyFans and unfiltered and all these sites like that where men literally can just have virtual girlfriends, almost. Like right, right. How, how, how do people not talk about it? I mean. God, it's just it, it mystifies me to no degree that yeah. people can't talk about it these days. And I mean, if you go back in history, even I mean, it's just horrible. It's his, yeah. history. If I think about sex in history, it pisses me off like to a certain degree because it's like, why, why did it take to the '60s to really have people start talking about things like
0: right. that? Right. And I even think about, and I'm 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 actually just kind of studying this and, and taking notes on it as I discover things. I mean, I'm not full fledged studying it. I'm, it's it's something that interests me. And when I see something, I'll look at it, but um, what religion has done, and I don't mean being spiritual and having a relationship with God or whatever you believe what I'm talking about is what religion has done to sex, to control people. Oh God. Look at all the concubines the Kings had in the old Testament. I I mean, is there something wrong with this picture compared to what is taught? I, Mm. I don't, I just don't know. It's a big question mark in my head right now. And I won't be satisfied until I find the answers. That's why I'm always looking for them. But I mean, sex is a lot like finance. Both subjects are kind of taboo to talk about.
1: It is. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're. They always said, "Don't tell people how much money your parents make." Don't talk about religion, politics, or sex when you're at people's right. houses. Right. Like that's That's how you're brought <laughs> up. And, and I mean, I I never fall. I never followed any of that. I mean, personally. I mean, I, I maybe didn't ask my friends' parents how much money they made because I don't really cared. But right. I I gladly would bring up religion and politics even a little bit. I knew I would bring it up just because. I had to be that rebel. I had to be. But <laughs> and I mean, I was that kid that got I was that kid that got in trouble all the time for talking about sex when he didn't know shit about it. Like and my, my mom would literally say to me, like, you're don't you don't know anything about sex, you're eleven. Stop talking about it. And I'd be I'd be like, Why? Like, why is it a bad thing to talk about? Like it's natural. Yeah, I get you don't want your eleven year old son talking about because you don't want him to have it, but other than that, like what's wrong with it like it's just uh, the closed-mindedness of this world to this day yes makes me shake my head it really does
0: <laughs> i went to visit my doctor <laughs> and i hadn't seen him till just before i discovered this and it was the at the end of the day so he had some time to talk and we were talking about our travel adventures and some amazing experiences we had and three separate times he stopped me and said you are so happy, you're so vibrant and bright. And I thought to myself, well, this is odd. I'm surprised he's saying this. So the third time I finally said to him, do you wanna know where it comes from? And he gave me a questioning glance and I told him all about this, this erotic hypnosis and how it had helped me. And he was just a sponge. He just couldn't hear enough about it. And then he he said, keep it up. (laughs) The other other thing I said is like, people are so afraid to talk about this. And he says, why? And I said, well, you're a doctor. You're used to talking about it. But most people do not want to talk about it.
1: (laughs) Hmm. Which I mean, to be a hypnotist in one of these sessions, I almost feel like like you're one of those people that worked for a 900 number back in the day. Like (laughs) you're literally just kind of given scenarios that make the person get in that mindset while they're under like I mean am I wrong in this or
0: no there's different scenarios some of them are are more explicit than others um some of them are more just to enjoy what he says others are more where you can create with what he says
1: yeah I mean I I mean, I couldn't imagine sitting there being their business hypnotist in the session without like dying laughing while I'm trying to say stuff. Like, I'd be sitting there like with the biggest grin in my face, like, <laughs> "Yeah, okay. okay, Now imagine this. Like, I could. I've done over freaking text and messaging for years with girls I was trying to talk to, but that's different. Like, actually saying these things. Like, even when a girl would be like, "Oh, can we? Can you say all those things on the phone?" I'd be like. I could try, but I might laugh halfway through and not stop, not be able to stop laughing. But because it's just like your mind has it that; it's just like, like it, you become a little kid again. It's like, <laughs> like it's like just so. Uh, I don't know, but
0: well, I suppose that when he realized what he was doing and how it was effective, I imagine that he saw a really good benefit for it. In fact, when I it was uh, probably last fall, no, August, I think it was, about a year and a half into this journey for myself. I asked him if he would collaborate with me. And turns out that he wanted to go in the same direction that I wanted to go. So we we're working together to help other women in a more of a therapeutic way to um, achieve healing for themselves and whatever it is they want, whatever that healing means to them.
1: Hmm. Which...
0: What was it guess
1: so do they do this for couples that's actually the other question I was gonna ask is do is there a therapist out there that will work with couples together for this to that like... I
0: don't know I'll bet there is somewhere though
1: I mean I, I imagine they could do this all remotely now too like through zoom or something like that yes. like it, it doesn't have to be done in person I wouldn't ama- I wouldn't imagine right. at least
0: none you know. of this has been in person it's all been through recorded tracks
1: Oh, so it's not even really like a live interaction with right. their hypnotist. Right. Well, I guess that makes it a little more or I guess a little less awkward yes. the, first, the first time at least. I mean, I don't know. I was actually picturing like someone sitting in a hypnotist's office like while this is happening and I'm like, that couch for every card. But I mean, it's just that's, uh, okay, that makes more sense though. If it's all pre-recorded tracks and people can just buy the tracks that Work for them, I guess, would be the right. best
0: bet. So. I, know, I know that he has done some hypnosis sessions like via a phone call, just voice, audio yeah. live, but not in person live.
1: Interesting.
0: But that doesn't make it any less effective. Actually, it might make it even more effective because the visual is all what's in your mind and not your environment where you are. Or who makes are you
1: with? Sense. I mean it makes sense. I mean if because people I mean people have been pleasuring themselves in rooms alone for since the beginning of time, so or
0: really in the
1: barn or, or in the barn or in the servants' quarters. I mean, depending on what era of history we're talking about here, but it's just I've I've read a lot of freaking rock novels. People give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> and how long have they been researching this? Like, do you do you, do you know that possibly? Like how long have they been working on this?
0: That I'm not sure about. I'm not sure about. I know I've seen, well, once I saw this particular, the this particular hypnotist, I thought, oh my gosh, this is a thing. Let me see what else is out there. And I found several other men that do it. And I found an, a woman that does it for men. And she has a lovely voice. Um, to me, the other men were kind of creepy on the creepy side to me i didn't like them but the hypnotist i work with i call him the liquid chocolate voice because his voice is amazing and i just loved it that's what really captured me was the voice
1: (laughs) gee i got a podcaster friend named harvey who might have that voice as well i should tell him to look into this for a career but (laughs) ever since we ever since i started working with him people have always told them like you have a voice for radio like he said that he has that smooth chocolate voice that, like, people there you go. Listen to. Like, oh, uh, I listened to his podcast so long, and like, every time you hear his voice, just like, oof, like, that's some very manalo type voice and stuff. Like, Jesus, like, it's just, uh, it's almost hypnotizing.
0: A way, good voice is a good voice for sure. <laughs>
1: it, it is. I mean, people used to say that about me too before I started smoking, and then 15 years later, I, my voice is all screwed compared to what it used to be but are there but are there any like risk or problems people can run into if they do this either too much or not right
0: i don't think so i don't think so i don't think there's a way to not do it right um of, of course anybody can get addicted to whatever but I think it would take quite a bit to be addicted. I mean, at first, that's what I thought was going on with me. I'm like, am I getting addicted to this? But no. But once I was filled, when I, once I felt filled and happy and everything leveled off and I didn't need to spend as much time with it but I still hmm. stay consistent to, to keep my levels, my energy levels where they should be. Cause I can tell if I've been away from it too long.
1: Yeah. Like you kind of feel the need to go back to it. Like yes. kind, kind of like when I was a teenager, my, I'd be dragged on, I would go on vacation with the family. And like, you're not, you don't have your bedroom with your computer there. So it's kind of like, you're like, one day you're watching TV and you're like, oh God, I wish I could go take care of myself right now. But it just, <laughs> you can't. Like, right. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, I've had people say, I had people say before that I was addicted to porn, but I never thought that was the case. My Personally, I mean, I would go there, do what I need to do, and I would go do something else. Like, it wasn't, I wasn't one of those people that would watch it 24 7 just because I had nothing else to do. Like, that's, that's right. addiction. I mean, if you're not trying to, if you're not trying to do it, you're not trying to watch it 24 7 then i don't think it's addiction per se because right. addiction is something you can't do that you're going to stop doing for a short period of time before you need to do it again Like right am i am i mean at least from what i've read and learned but so i don't know i just i mean sexual wellness is important that's the that's the main reason i want to have you on is because i do promote absolutely.
0: that absolutely it's and so I, important i mean it is it fills you it It gives you your creative energy, and if if someone's hesitant to think that your sexual energy is good for your creativity, have you ever heard of the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill? Chapter 11 is about sexual transmutation, and that is taking that sexual energy, and when it's not used for sex, use it for creating and channeling it in channeling it into other areas of life to create hmm. there it's been around a long time
1: <laughs> well actually i just saw this. this this is actually a question that it's not I, i'm proud of this question in a way um is there a difference between the feeling you get from erotic hypnosis versus the feeling you get with a real life partner that knows what they're doing and i'll say i'll Emphasize knows what they're doing because there's a difference.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, there's a difference. And have you ever heard of Zan Perrion?
1: Zan Perion. Can't say it rings a bell.
0: You might want to read his book called The Alabaster Girl. I've heard of that name. Okay. He wrote that book. Zan is... um, Considered to be a seducer. But when I read his book, I felt so valued as a woman. And when there was a paragraph in his book that was just so beautiful, and I'm looking for it at the moment, it just made me feel so valued. But this one particular book, uh, paragraph from the book, I'm so sorry, I didn't have this ready. Oh, it's all good. There's nothing like dead air, right?
1: Yeah, well, let me put it this way. <laughs> I came across an interesting article about erotic hypnosis for men. Okay. And some of the and some of the frequently asked questions on are freaking ridiculous. Like, there's literally in in the fact the frequently asked questions. There's literally men men apparently have asked before if they can be kind of like a guinea pig for new things that the therapist wants to try. Correct. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, she's not going to say yes to it. You know, she's not going to like like she's a professional. It's just mentoring stuff for free, like always, but, you know. (laughs) Right. Oh, God. I mean.
0: I mean, it's all in how you allow yourself to interact with the hypnotist, right? So the thing is that you have to trust your hypnotist. And a good way to do that, even if you can't meet him in person, is to listen to the hypnosis track without engaging. Just sit down, eyes open. Don't even, you know, get relaxed. Just listen to what he's saying and see if there's anything in it that bothers you. For instance, like I said, there were different ones that were more explicit and ones that left more to your imagination. There are also some that have some BDSM tendencies or innuendos in it. So, if you are someone who's more timid and not into that sort of thing, and then you know that track has some BDSM things in it, listen to the track before you engage. Because yeah. in the beginning, I listened to a track and it kind of freaked me out. And it ha- I had to relearn to trust my hypnotist again after that. And it was my own fault because I knew <laughs> I knew I should have listened to it without engaging, but I just went for it and it was a mistake. But um it's fine. It's yeah, fine.
1: Yeah, I, I mean BDSM is one of those fetishes that I personally can't get into. But oh, yeah. I mean it just I don't know. I don't see the fascination with those and it's a very special class of people that that turns them on. That, that that if that does it for you, then more power to you. But
0: exactly. And the thing is I um I never understood it. And it always freaked me out that people could do the things that they do in BDSM. But then I found someone by the name of Orpheus Black. I've heard that name. Huh?
1: I think I've heard that name.
0: Yeah. Well, through him, I learned why people enjoy BDSM. And it made a whole lot of sense to me why they do it. So, it's not something I'm into, but it is something I understand more, so it doesn't freak me out like it once did.
1: It's a power play. I mean, that's what it you is. Like, it. It's, it's a mental power play, and you either want to be the master or you want to be the slave. Like, That's mm-hmm. basically what it is. And I've met women who fall into both categories, and I mean, I, the ones that want to be masters, they turn me off 100% because that's just not my style. But right. the ones that want to be slaves, I can kind of deal with. But right. I mean, lot- I of- go ahead. I mean, at least for me, my wife, it's more of like a mutual thing. Like she knows that if she tries to like become the master, like it's not going to work. Like it's just like I'm just going to be like, nope, he's going away.
0: <laughs> well, the thing is, is that someone who has a lot of responsibility in their normal day, like someone who might be an executive in a corporation, they might like to be this submissive at the end of the day because they're tired of being in charge all the time it gives them a break and something you know
1: different. it's funny because it seems like in all the tv shows that's always who it is who they find like when a mistress gets killed all the clients that they go talk to are always businessmen who are like i can't talk about this here meet me here meet me in my house later like like and like it, it's always the way it is i never thought about it that way but that makes sense like that yeah. makes a lot of sense
0: like it does it really does It's like something they can just enjoy and not have to make a decision about. So I found the paragraph from the book and you asked me if there's a difference. Well, here's what the paragraph says. Every woman deserves a lover. A woman with a lover is transformed. A woman with a lover is more beautiful than she has ever been and more beautiful than she will ever be. A woman with a lover is always youthful and pretty, no matter her age. Everything about her, her countenance, her complexion, her composure is more alive, more bright. Her face shines and her step is light. There is something marvelous about her and no one is quite sure just what it is. They can't put their finger on it, but oh, they all can see it. A blossomed woman draws the gaze of every woman and every man as she walks along the street. And I read that to my husband and he looked at me and he said, I didn't do that for you. I didn't give you any of that. But I got it all from my hypnotist.
1: Well, at least he's honest, your husband.
0: But yes, and you know, he doesn't get in my way because he's he has seen how much it has healed me and helped me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but he said, no, I I none of that has come from me and I like I know, which is
1: <laughs> you don't gotta tell me, but
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, I mean see, hey, yeah, I mean it's funny because I I grew up. A, I grew up in a house where my mom. And my, I grew up from a divorce. I come from a divorce house, and right. my mother cheated on my father multiple times because of this very issue. She wasn't getting what she wanted. She didn't realize that sex could be as good as it was until right. she until she cheated on my father. I mean, he may have been a little bit on the small side, not my genetic father, just saying. But I'm married, so i don't gonna worry about women now. But still, I mean, it's just right. Uh it's just yeah, I mean she she didn't realize because she was the typical girl that grew up in the 60s 70s, like you save it for your husband, and that's all you have your whole life is your husband, and then yeah. it wasn't until 20 years later when she realized, oh, it could be better than that. Oh, yeah. that's that's new, that's interesting. But so I mean, that's the kind of house I grew up in, and I heard these things at probably a younger age than I should have. So <laughs> I but it was a good thing in a way because it taught me to make sure you're pleasing your woman or they're going to leave you. Like
0: Exactly. That,
1: that message has been in my head since I was a kid, since I was a teenager at least, but it's just... So I 100% get it. I 100% get it. It makes sense.
0: Yay oh, you! Oh. That's really good that you get that. More men need to get that. I yeah, mean,
1: if I, if, if I didn't have the ED, I could have been in Casanova, but you know... <laughs> When God gives you one thing, he wipes the other thing away. But that's, that's the way I see it, at least. But but I'm got i I'm happily married now, so I can't complain.
0: Good. But, that's wonderful. But, and hopefully she's pregnant, hopefully.
1: But um, <laughs> is there anything that you want to tell listeners? Like, what would be your final parting words to listeners before we wrap this up about your advice? What, your, what would your ultimate
0: advice be to any women who are looking into this? You are so worth it. If you're not happy and you're not satisfied, you need to find out how to get that way. And if you don't know how to get that way, let me help you. (laughs) I can at least help you get um, a start. And if it doesn't work for you, then maybe there's another avenue for you. Well, probably is. Oops. uh Uh-oh. What happened? (laughs) What did I do? Can you still hear me?
1: Yeah, I can hear you and see you. I I don't know what you're I
0: don't know what I did, but you disappeared, but I'll find you real quick.
1: I can still hear hear you, so keep going. It's all good.
0: Okay, good. Um, Yeah, you are so worth it. Pleasure is not just something that's unimportant. It's very important. It's important for your well-being. It's important for your happiness. Make sure that you get it. I'm not asking you to go beyond your morals or anything like that, but talk with your partner. If you have a partner, if you don't, then perhaps the erotic hypnosis is the thing for you.
1: <laughs> actually, actually, yes. If you don't have a partner, do this first. Cause you know what? If you're happy with yourself, the desperation to find a partner to meet that part of your life will not be needed.
0: And you'll find a better partner. Exactly. You're right. And, you know, even partnered people have spiced up their love life by participating in the erotic hypnosis. Um, so yeah. why not? I mean. Why not?
1: Per, I agree. And, I mean, personally, the only way my love life is getting spiced up is that the kids move out somewhere, but they're too young for that. So, yeah, ain't happened <laughs> it happened
0: happening anytime
1: soon. I'm happy I get what I get. So I'm not complaining, but. But I want to thank you for coming on, Kim. It's been an amazing episode. And I can't wait for my listeners to hear whatever they can. And there'll they'll be plenty of people watching over the next month and a half to release this anyway. So no worries. The video will be seen hundreds and hundreds of times by then. So, but where can they find you? Where can they find information on all this glorious stuff we talked about today? Okay.
0: You can, you can find this. All of a sudden I have an echo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it ha- it happens on Streamyard.
0: Um, at double at um, desire d e s i r e focus f o c u s e d dot com. Desire focus. We have a free hypnosis track and a booklet for you.
1: Well, I will of course put that link right in the description of this podcast too. When it comes out as an episode. And that way people can just click on it and go. But I want to thank you for coming on and all my listeners know where you can find me. So please, if you're you're watching on YouTube or if you're on Spotify or any other podcatcher, like and subscribe. Keep keep me going. Please. I thank you. Subscription service coming soon as I've been telling you for the last two months because I'm slacking. But it's (laughs) coming soon. I, I promise. I promise. But thank you, Kim. And to all my listeners, I will catch you all next time in half a week. You can, of course, find me on Facebook as Jeremy Bryant or on Facebook as Paranormal New Normal slash Maniacal Music Musings Podcast with the S Facebook group. You can find me on Twitter and the Gram as at Juggalo bastard And you can find me, of course, on TikTok as at Juggalo Bastard Podcast and on YouTube as Paranormal New Normal. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on everything we do if you're interested in seeing more. Patreon material coming soon.